Hello, my name is Aisha Thomas, and you're listening to Metcast, the podcast that digs into research, knowledge, and expertise across Manchester Metropolitan University and how it is changing the lives around us. This year marks our 200th anniversary. We're celebrating two centuries of driving innovation and progress through excellent education and research. This month, we're looking at the ways we're driving economic growth, boosting skills, increasing employability, and supporting wider prosperity. We hear how expertise at Manchester Met is helping entrepreneurs and small and medium-sized enterprises start, grow, and flourish. First, Rachel Toll finds out about her Manchester Met graduate's exciting new fashion business, which has been supported by our startup incubator, Inner Space. Getting a business off the ground isn't easy. You've landed on an innovative idea, and now you want to share it with the world. That's where Manchester Met's business startup space, Inner Space, can help by supporting businesses to start and grow. Inner Space offers a range of expert support and workspace, helping to open doors and boost businesses. And one of those fashion business success stories is Isabel Pennington Edmead, who graduated from Manchester Met's Manchester School of Art in 2019. Some of her sustainable clothing designs feature in a collection with Net a Porter. And most recently, she won a place on ASOS Fashion Minority Scale-Up programme, working on a women's wear collection that will launch with a fashion retailer later this year. Isabel took advantage of the fantastic support on offer from Innerspace, which helped to launch her sustainable women's wear brand at the start of 2023. She tells us more. So I studied fashion at university and then went to Man Met to study textiles for fashion. Um, after that, I got a job and worked in industry. And then when my contract had finished, I just thought it was a perfect time to um, just go ahead and start my own fashion business like I'd always thought about doing. The ideas came from my grad collection that I did back in 2019. So my grad collection was called Windrush and it was inspired by my grandparents coming over to the UK um, in the 50s. So it was a lot of 50s silhouettes, which I've kind of come away from now as the brands developed but it was a lot of 50s styles um lots of prints a mixture of clashing prints so it was heavily inspired by the front room the caribbean front room and then also um the caribbean plantation so when i studied uh, textiles at manchester met i focused more on print design so i really honed in on my skills in print design and sustainability and in my job I learned a lot more about sustainability so when I left there I just wanted to use everything that I'd learned and combine it um, in making the brand. We also spoke to Louise Kenworthy, Incubation Services Manager at Innerspace, who told us more about what Innerspace does and the support it gives to businesses. Innerspace is Manchester Met University's business startup space for pre-start and early stage businesses and we provide a supportive environment to help those businesses grow and develop. We're also open to more established businesses who are looking to engage uh, with the university. So we've worked with a whole range of different businesses. We've been going since um, 2007. So you name it, we've probably either had them in the space or been working with them or we're currently working with them now. So We've worked with fashion designers, pattern cutters, recruitment agencies, production companies, business advisors, financial advisors. Uh, We've even had a group of podiatrists in the space. So a real broad mixture. We're open to all sectors. But how does this support come to life? 
for Isabel, an intensive inner space business course was just the tonic. When I started my master's, um, there was like an open day kind of thing and just saying like extracurricular things you could do. And one of them was the business boot camp. And I'd always had in mind that I wanted to learn more about business because I've come from a creative background and I always thought like there's no way I'd be able to start a brand without understanding business. And I'd read things and think I've got no idea what all this jargon is. Um, so I signed up for the business boot camp. It was a week long intensive um, every day sort of like going through all different aspects of business, so costings, uh, marketing, etc. And I just learned so much that I actually ended up doing the course twice just to take it all in and learn from other people and even just networking with the other people on the course. So it was really good. Isabel also applied for the Santander University's Entrepreneur Grant through Innerspace and was successful twice. She told us about the scheme that gives Manchester Met students and graduates the opportunity to develop their entrepreneurial skills through a startup grant of up to £1,500. With that grant, I was able to buy machinery for my studio, which helps me make the garments. So it's really made a difference being able to buy industrial machinery compared to the domestic machinery that I had before and create more professional pieces. Um, so I had to pitch to a panel of judges my business and then ask questions and then they sort of decide who they want to put the funding into. For businesses who engage with inner space, there's much more than just the business boot camp or grant support. Louise explains. So within inner space, we can connect them to the university, but then externally to a whole range of organisations to support them with uh, tax and accounting, IP, finance, social media, banking, a whole range of different um, skills that they might require. There's also mentoring. It's also a very friendly environment. So people do collaborate, they share contacts and they like to talk to each other and help each other out. They they, on a monthly basis, we have a catch-up meeting, so the businesses based here can actually sit down, talk about any success stories, recommendations, or any struggles that they might be encountering within the business, and we work as a bit of a peer support group to, to help each other out with that. Um, for anyone else who not doesn't want to become a licensee, so students, graduates, members, staff, but also the wider community, we have um, a range of different workshops, the business start boot camps, uh, mentoring, we've got an idea boot camp, uh, we've got an entrepreneur in residence as well. So th there's a whole range of other support, regardless of whether you're an inner space business or not. With inner space supporting a wide range of businesses, Louise reflected on some of the real success stories who were supported by inner space in the early stages and have now grown from strength to strength. Loads um, of businesses, especially some starting very, very small uh, as, as a one person uh, business and then just growing and expanding and recruiting staff and then actually growing too big for inner space. So moving on. So one business um, that, that springs to mind immediately is Pagoda Projects. So they started off as doing internships with China, then they did it with, to Vietnam, uh, and then they, they branch out and do internships uh, in a few different countries. So they literally started very small with us uh, and then grew too big for us and, and went on to bigger and better things. Um, we've got a recruitment agency here who, as they grew very, very quickly, um, and then started to develop different offices. So they're Taylor Rollinson, they're still with us now. 
we've got Shoot Business. He's actually um, a Manchester Business School alumni. Again, he started off as very much a one-person business, um, developed, grew his skill sets, and he's now working all over the, Europe. So they do a lot of work with the university, but I know they've just been filming in Spain um, for a fashion brand that's looking to break into the UK. So a real broad mixture. We've also got some fantastic fashion businesses that have recently just come through um, our boot camp and through um, our programmes and they're just flying <laughs> and really, really impressive and doing some fantastic things, winning all sorts of different awards, getting lots of recognition that's very much well-deserved um, and going on to fantastic things and, and growing and developing at a very quick pace because they are so passionate about what they do and they're, they're willing to put all their time and effort um, into, into the business. With such valuable support on offer, Isabel credits Innerspace with helping her to grow her business to where it is today. So obviously... Um, being able to gain funding with them was great and helped me like buy things for my business but also sort of giving me the experience of pitching I've never done a pitch for investment before and I think it's really valuable experience to sort of go through that process I think I pitched to them three times and one of the three times I didn't get any funding so it was actually quite useful to sort of go through that process and realize what kind of things you need to include what kind of things you don't um from inner space there's like a community so they have group chats facebook pages where people can share a lot you can ask questions i learned a lot from the people that they'd get in like the mentors that they get in to do talks with people they've had um like local designers which was really interesting to be able to speak to them and sort of get an insight into what the industry's like um being at such an early stage myself so yeah it was just valuable in lots of different aspects of business and for anyone interested in finding out more about inner space louise told us more about how to get involved we have workshops taking place throughout the year so they can come along uh, and join one of the workshops they can just come and drop in uh, and come and visit inner space find out a little bit more about what we do uh, i try and get out there as much as possible into faculties um, to spread the word of inner space uh, our next business startup boot camp and develop idea boot camp take place in june um, but our door is always open so people can just come and knock on the door and come and see the space they can drop us an email um, and book in a meeting for one-to-one -one support or if they want to just bounce ideas around with someone then then our door is always open to be able to do that to find out more about how inner space is helping to support and grow businesses visit innerspace.co.uk that's i-n-n-o-s-p-a-c-e.co.uk Thanks, Rachel. Finally, Dan Cotton spoke to experts from the University Centre for Enterprise to hear how they're driven growth and innovation. Innovation, growth and leadership. Just some of the words you'll hear when it comes to unlocking the potential of businesses. Since 2012, Manchester Met's Centre for Enterprise has helped small and medium-sized businesses across the Northwest do exactly that. The Centre for Enterprise is a specialist team that transforms research into practical solutions to help businesses, focusing on support to upskill, embrace emerging technologies and boost productivity. A new report published this year shows how it has supported more than 2,000 businesses, boosting economic growth in the region and creating jobs, new products and services. 
Dr. Graham Hayes from the Centre explains more. So in the Centre for Enterprise, we're very agnostic when it comes to which industries we work with or what technologies we might, we might want to help businesses use. Um, but we are committed to helping small businesses as our priority. We do have other programmes and we do offer other support to larger organisations. But really, it's the small business community who we're really driven to, to support. So you could be, um, I don't know, a shoemaker in Manchester, or you might be a cutting-edge digital technology organisation in the north of Manchester somewhere. It doesn't really matter. If you're a small business with any sort of business needs, then we're here to help, essentially. With the range of businesses supported through the Centre for Enterprise comes a range of challenges. Dr Hayes explains the common challenges and aims for the organisations on the university's programmes. So we get businesses contacting us for a whole host of reasons. Some of them are looking to grow. Some of them are looking to enhance their networking opportunities. Some of them are looking to just upskill and learn about new things, whether that's could be from a communications perspective or an innovation perspective or a strategic perspective, or it might be related to one of our key themes. So it might be companies looking to understand how they can embrace digital technology or businesses that are aware of issues such as climate change and of understanding how they can fit into a world um, that faces all these um, environmental challenges that we have. So our programmes are really tailored to support businesses based on their specific needs. And so we're able to do that by focusing on the small business community because we understand their needs and challenges quite well. Typically things like a lack of money, lack of time, lack of expertise, we can help with all of those things through our own internal expertise or the funding that we have access to. One of these businesses is Yellow Spider Media, a company dedicated to developing effective digital and social media content, as well as digital marketing strategies for businesses across the UK. For Managing Director John Stoughton, the support offered by the Centre for Enterprise's Smart Cheshire programme was vital. I think the challenges I had were quite common amongst business owners in that I was working in the business uh, and not really having time to, to work on the business. I was busy, I was working you know, nine to five, five days a week on client work, but I didn't really have chance to take a step back and you know, make planning for the future, planning for growth. So it was a good opportunity to allow me to do that. Working on my own in a silo, if you like, I had no idea if I was doing things right, if I was going in the right direction, I was just busy. So I really wanted to test myself, speak to other business owners and see if we had common pain points. John explains how the skills he learned from the Centre for Enterprise have helped him and how his business is in a stronger position to plan for the future. The skills I've learned since being on the course are really more about being a rounded business owner. Um, I, I'm much more considerate now on plans for the future, plans for growth. Um, I'm much better at speaking with other business owners. It gave me a lot of confidence to do that. So now I'm part of a lot of networking groups, which I wasn't before. Uh, and it's just really nice to, to know that you're all, you all deserve to be here. You're all in the same position. And, you know, after eight years of business, you, you're doing something right. So we launched the Business Spotlight podcast, where we interview other business owners and ask them what they do and what makes them special. Um, we're doing a lot more video production work and we also take on larger retainers than we used to. Um, I'm part of an advisory board for a local college um, shaping a curriculum for digital marketing and already this year our turnover has doubled from last year so looking good. The Centre for Enterprise has won more than £40 million of external funding since 2012 
helping to deliver change across business areas including digital and net zero. In the delivery of digital projects alone, the centre has supported 620 businesses and added £24 million to the economy. Dr Hayes explains the importance of this funding. So funding can come from a whole host of sources, um, but as an academic institution, we're typically looking for uh, sources of funding that focus on, on what we do, really. So that could be from the likes of Innovate UK. It could be from the ERDF, for example. Uh, we we brought in, I think, over £30 million worth of funding from the ERDF. Um, that was before Brexit, so sadly, due to Brexit, we're no longer able to get access to that funding. Um, but we're now finding other sources of funding, so things like the UK Shared Prosperity Fund and other sources. And that money is really essential because that enables us to go out to businesses and offer our services on a fully funded basis. So whereas externally you might get consultancies, for example, who might offer similar services, they will charge often quite a heavy or hefty fee to do that. We're able, because of this external funding, we can provide cutting-edge academic expertise and access to technological facilities and so on um, at either zero cost or very low cost to the businesses who we work with. As well as the importance of funding, collaboration has been key to the success of the Centre for Enterprise. Dr Hayes explains how the centre works together, not only with academics across Manchester Met, but with other institutions in the North West to ensure businesses can access the expertise they need to drive them forward. So collaboration is absolutely essential to everything that we do. Uh, We live in a really complex world with a lot of complex challenges and different businesses have completely different challenges and perspectives and things like that as well. So collaborating with other partners is really, really important. So that could be partnering with another university potentially who might have access to certain uh, academic expertise or facilities. That's really important. Or it might mean collaborating across the institution as well. So here at ManMet, um, in the last couple of years, we've de- delivered on projects. For example, in my, in my world, I, I focus on sustainability and we've delivered projects where we've linked businesses to our 3D printing department so that they can learn how to use additive manufacture to create new products or processes in their organisation. And we had a sustainable innovation program called EcoI Northwest. And that program was really successful. It, it won an award for European SDG initiative of the year. And one of the reasons for that was its ability to help introduce businesses to different types of experts across the university. So that could be people looking at anaerobic digestion or artificial intelligence or hydrogen fuel cells and all that sort of interesting technological stuff. Um, and as part of that, we'd often um, help our businesses to work with academics in different universities as well. So that's another benefit of external funding is that it, when we go in for funding as a group of institutes, it enables us to pool our resources together for the greater good. As well as enabling businesses to make these positive changes, the Centre for Enterprise team is firmly focused on how it can prepare for and meet future challenges in an ever-evolving and changing world. Dr Hayes shares his thoughts on what the future holds for the business community and how support from Manchester Met will continue to help. I think if we think about the future challenges for business, it's really hard to pinpoint any single one of them because there are so many things that are emerging now, um, certainly in terms of technology. And the world seems to be evolving at a faster and faster pace. 
And so it's really hard to sort of plan with any long-term certainty because who knows, you might develop a new product or a service that's really profitable today. But in 10 years, five years time, that might not be something that the public wants. It could, you know, if we're looking at sustainability, it might not be something that's even legal in the future. So it's just a really difficult job for any business owner to sort of look at the world and work out what that means for them as in, in terms of the future. And that's one of the things that all of our programs are really good at is helping businesses to understand things like processes for innovation and to identify, you know, if the world's going to change really quickly, how can you strategize for that? and How can you plan for that? And that's one of the things we've we've been really focused on delivering. So yeah, it's it's a really complex world out there. And I think it's just this ability for businesses to to future-proof themselves really by, you know, if we can't predict the future, you need to be aware of how the world's changing. You need to have the ambition to want to change, to want to try new things, and you need to be agile enough so that you can actually go out and test different solutions and apply the ones that look like they're going to be the most successful. And they're all the types of things that we ultimately try to help businesses do. So whether it's innovation, growth or leadership, digital or net zero, whatever the future holds, Manchester Met will be ready to continue to support businesses. Thanks, Dan. That brings us to the end of this episode of Metcast, the official podcast from Manchester Metropolitan University. We'll be bringing you a new episode each month, so if you want to hear more from our experts, students and partners, as well as details on our latest research from across the university, be sure to subscribe to us on your chosen podcast platform. Until next time, thank you from me, Aisha Thomas, and the rest of the team for listening. Mm-hmm.